This is a Flashbooks audio summary on Creativity, Flow and the Psychology of Discovery and Invention by Mihai Chitsent Mihai Narrated by Dean Bukhari Crucial Quotes from Creativity The real story of creativity is more difficult and strange than many overly optimistic accounts have claimed. For one thing, as I will try to show, an idea or product that deserves the label creative arises from the synergy of many sources and not only from the mind of a single person. And a genuinely creative accomplishment is almost never the result of a sudden insight, a light bulb flashing on in the dark, but rather comes after years of hard work. Creativity is a central source of meaning in our lives for several reasons. First, most of the things that are interesting, important, and human are the results of creativity. We share 98% of our genetic makeup with chimpanzees. Without creativity, it would be difficult, indeed, to distinguish humans from apes. A Tweetable Summary Real creativity can only emerge once we have mastered the medium or domain in which we work. Overview To quote the author in this overview, whether this transformation will help the human race or cause its downfall is not yet clear. It would help if we realize the awesome responsibility of this new role. The gods of the ancients, like Shiva, like Yehovah, were both builders and destroyers. The universe endured in a precarious balance between their mercy and their wrath. The world we inhabit today also teeters between becoming either the lovely garden or the barren desert that our contrary impulses strive to bring about. The desert is likely to prevail if we ignore the potential for destruction our stewardship implies and go on abusing blindly our new-won powers. While we cannot foresee the eventual results of creativity, of the attempt to impose our desires on reality, to become the main power that decides the destiny of every form of life on the planet, at least we can try to understand better what this force is and how it works. Because for better or for worse, our future is now closely tied to human creativity. The result will be determined in large part by our dreams and by the struggle to make them real. This book, which attempts to bring together 30 years of research on how creative people live and work, is an effort to make more understandable the mysterious process by which men and women come up with new ideas and new things. My work in this area has convinced me that creativity cannot be understood by looking only at the people who appear to make it happen. Just as the sound of a tree crashing in the forest is unheard if nobody is there to hear it, so creative ideas vanish unless there is a receptive audience to record and implement them. And without the assessment of competent outsiders, 
there is no reliable way to decide whether the claims of a self-styled creative person are valid. End quote. So before turning his mind to creativity, psychologist Mihai Chitsa-Mihai wrote a celebrated book called Flow. Its insight was that it's a mistake to pursue happiness in and of itself, but rather what we should do is recognize when we are genuinely happy, what we are doing when we feel powerful and true, and do more of those things. Flow activities are the types of activities we engage in for their own sake, as opposed to external rewards of some kind. For example, you may want to beat your opponent at chess, but you play because you love playing the game. You may want to become the best basketball player in the league, but you learn to play the game and continue to play it because you enjoy playing the game. Chitat Mihai took his insights from Flow and began applying them to the question of what makes people truly creative. It's worth noting that he wasn't interested in what he calls the small c creative either. He wasn't interested in small c creativity, like making a cake or choosing curtains or the imaginative talk of a child. Instead, what he was focused on was the kind of creativity that would transform or have a lasting impact on an entire quote-unquote domain or area of human endeavor or industry or business or art, etc. Truly creative people have a capacity to change the fundamental way that we actually see things, the way we understand, appreciate, or do things. They do this by way of invention and innovation. For example, things like creating a new piece of technology, innovation, or writing a set of songs. Chitsat Mihai was interested in learning about what made these people so different and unique. This book, Creativity, Flow and the Psychology of Discovery and Invention, is the result again of 30 years of this work, diving deeply into the subject of creativity. Now, there's no shortage of books about how to be more creative out there, and many of them are great. But this is one of those books that approaches the subject with a magnifying glass, held with the seriousness of someone who's intent on understanding the details and complexities that contribute to the creative process. So, are you ready to dive into the big ideas? Big idea number one, studying the creative. At the beginning of creativity, Chisat Mihai provides information on what he claims was the first systematic study of living creative people, involving interviews with 91 people considered to have had an extraordinary impact within their respective domains. His studies were both wide in variety and deep in detail, surveying a number of successful creatives from the arts, from business, law, government, medicine, and science. His book profiles the creative habits of some of the greatest and most accomplished creative people around the world, including 14 Nobel Prize winners. Here's a quick list of their names and field of respective expertise. Mortimer J. Adler, philosopher. John Bardeen, physicist. Kenneth Boulding, economist. 
Margaret Butler, mathematician. Subrahmanyan Chandra Sahar, astrophysicist. Barry Commoner, biologist. Natalie Davis, historian. Georgi Faludi, poet. Nadine Gordimer, writer. Stephen J. Good, paleontologist. Hazel Henderson, economist. Ellen Lanyon, artist. Ernest Mayer, zoologist. Brenda Milner, psychologist. Ilya Prigogine, chemist. John Reed, banker. Jonas Salk, biologist. Ravi Shankar, musician. Benjamin Spock, pediatrician. And Eva Ziesel, ceramic designer. Most of these creatives were over the age of 60, allowing Chitsit Mihai a better chance to profile fully developed careers and pull actionable insights gleaned from a well-developed and successful creative career. Big idea number two, creativity in context. Chitsit Mihai says, that the notion of the lone creative having miraculous breakthroughs that seem to come out of nowhere is, for the most part, a big fat myth. In fact, in many ways, it seems that the opposite is true. Creativity results from a complex interaction between an individual and their environment and culture. It even depends on timing. For example, for instance, if Michelangelo were born just 50 years earlier, the culture of artistic patronage wouldn't have been in place to support his massive contributions and artistic achievements. Let's look at another example. Modern-day astronomers, for instance, couldn't have made the discoveries they made without quote-unquote standing on the shoulders of the giants that came before them. The astronomers and inventors of the past made modern discoveries a possibility by laying a foundation that spans several centuries of accumulated technological development, like the telescope and an evolving knowledge of the universe. Here's the point that Chitzet Mihai is making with all of this. We should devote just as much attention to the domain as we do to the people that work within it, because that is how advances are made. To put it another way, people are sort of like links in a chain or a phase in a process. The domain is the larger chain in and of itself, the big picture. To sort of go into further detail, Einstein, for instance, didn't really invent the theory of relativity, did he? Edison didn't really invent electricity, did he? Saying that they invented these things is kind of like saying that the spark is responsible for the fire, when it's obvious that the fire involves a lot more than just that. A few more things to keep in mind about creativity. It depends on an audience for evaluation. For instance, people need to like it or they need to not like it. Judgment, in other words. If something isn't recognized and validated as something meaningful, it becomes less relevant. Memes. 
Memes are the cultural equivalent of genes. Things such as language, customs, laws, songs, theories, and values. If they are strong, they survive. Otherwise, they're forgotten. Creative people try to create memes that can have an impact on society and culture. The better the creator, the bigger the impact of the memes. Big idea number three. Creativity results from culture and novelty and validation. Quote, creativity results from the interaction of a system composed of three elements. A culture that contains a symbolic set of rules. A person who brings novelty into the symbolic domain. And a field of experts who recognize and validate the innovation. End quote. Here's a few examples of people to clarify Chitsent Mihai's aforementioned statement. Michael Jordan is an example who, for instance, became the greatest and most recognizable athlete in NBA history. He brought novelty to the game of basketball with an incredible combination of elite-level talent and skill and marketability. Jordan continues to be globally recognized as the greatest basketball player of all time. If that weren't enough to validate the mark he left on the sport, he's also got six NBA championship rings to help support his accomplishments. Here's another example of how creativity comes from a combination of culture plus novelty plus validation, this time from the world of business. Steve Jobs is a famous example who revolutionized the culture of computer electronics with Apple. He brought novelty to the domain with quality products that boasted beautiful design and simplicity. Consumers everywhere validated Apple's innovation under Jobs' leadership. So what can you start doing to get your own creative juices flowing? That is what we're going to dive into in the second half of this summary. Big idea number four. First, love your work. Quote, It's easier to enhance creativity by changing conditions in the environment than by trying to make people think more creatively. And a genuine creative accomplishment is almost never the result of a sudden insight, a light bulb flashing in the dark, but comes after years of hard work. Creative breakthroughs don't just come out of nowhere. They're almost always the result of years of hard work. They're uncovered when we begin to pay such close attention to detail that we begin to see connections between the things that others might not have recognized. What about luck? Lots of creative discoveries of the past have been the result of a lucky discovery. But this luck usually comes about as a result of excruciatingly detailed work within the area in which the discovery is made. For example, in the book, Chitzet Mihai tells a story about an astronomer named Vera Rubin. Rubin discovered that stars in some galaxies actually do not rotate in the same direction. Some go clockwise, others go counterclockwise. Before this discovery, these stars were believed to rotate in the same direction, that is, clockwise. 
Now, Ruben never would have had the opportunity to make this distinction if she hadn't had access to the technology and equipment that helped her make the discovery itself. But the entire reason she even had this access in the first place was because of her expertise within the field of astronomy. On top of everything else, it wasn't even her goal to make any significant discoveries. Although, of course, it would have been nice to have done so. In reality, Rubin's goals were pretty simple. She needed to make observations and record data. But it was her love of the work and her sheer dedication to it that led to her surprising findings in the field of astronomy. As a side note, it might not sound like that big of a deal to recognize that stars are going in a different direction than what we thought or believed, but apparently this is a huge, huge deal in the field of astronomy and the greater field in and of itself. An actionable insight from this big idea? Truly creative people work for work's own sake. It's great if they happen to win accolades or end up becoming publicly recognized for their work, but it's not a driving force for why they do their work in the first place. The real drive doesn't come from rewards, but their desire to innovate with their ideas or to find order where there was none before, to organize their ideas. Big idea number five, contribute in a meaningful way. As Chitap Mihai writes, creativity, at least as I deal with it in this book, is a process by which a symbolic domain in the culture is changed. It's almost common knowledge that Michael Jordan and Steve Jobs transformed the cultures or domains that they worked in quite significantly, to say the least. So the question here, as an actionable insight for you, is what do you want to change about your industry? What do you love so much that you're willing to continue working, practicing, innovating on it until you've made a contribution so significant that it's changed the culture of the domain that you work within? Again, some examples, basketball players and fans alike want to quote-unquote be like Mike. Other companies want to think differently and market their products like Apple did. Question, what do you want to change about your industry? What kind of meaningful contribution do you want to make? Give yourself a few minutes to write down the answers to those questions before moving on to the next big idea. Feel free to go ahead and hit the pause button. I'll be right here when you get back. Big idea number six. Mastery comes before creativity. One widely believed myth about creative people is that they are rebellious and care too much about defying the norm. But the truth is that truly creative people must master their domain before creating anything meaningful. Mastery means to achieve such a deep sense of skill and intuitive understanding within a given domain 
that you can widely apply your learnings towards making significant contributions within your field. You can connect different ideas. Mastery allows us to recognize connections between seemingly unrelated things. It allows us to connect ideas to create something new. Only when an individual has attained mastery can he or she make their creative mark. We can call ourselves masters only once we've clocked in enough hours, gathered enough knowledge, and gained enough experience within a given field or business or industry or art form. Once we've achieved mastery, we can begin to bend or break the rules to ignite new levels of innovation within our given line of work. An actionable insight from this big idea? To do new things, you first have to have done the old things well. What do you do really well? Big idea number seven. Creative people are curious. Two qualities of highly successful creative people that Chitza Mihai writes about are, number one, they're curious. They have an insatiable thirst to learn and discover new things about their subject. Number two, they are driven. Although there may be others that are smarter or more talented than they are, their ruthless work ethic trumps what they lack in talent or intelligence. Big idea number eight. Three common myths about creative people debunked. Myth number one. Creative people are tortured souls. Creative people actually tend to lead very routine and emotionally stable lives. They're often exceedingly happy with themselves and their work. So they're not tortured souls. <laughs> Myth number two. Creative people are arrogant. Creative people are often seen as arrogant because they have an unusually high level of devotion and passion for their work. They tend to be so enthusiastic and excited about their work that they devote the majority of their attention to it. This doesn't mean they're arrogant or mean, just that they're passionate about what they do. Myth number three, being creative is a personality trait. You've either got it or you don't. Well, creativity is not some kind of personality trait at all. It's a total myth that there's one type of quote-unquote creative personality. Creativity isn't inborn. It is not inborn at all. It's a learned skill that we can all cultivate with enough effort, experience, and willingness to think about things with increasing complexity, aka willingness to look for ways to challenge ourselves and connect different ideas together to create something new. Closing notes. A few closing key takeaways from creativity. Creative people aren't any more privileged than you or any other capable person. Instead of being placed on a pedestal, creative people's lives should be perceived as representations of possibility. Moreover, creative professionals should inspire us 
to discover and pursue career paths that we love and find fulfilling. This does not mean that we will be without struggle as we embark on our creative journey. As noted in the book, many of the most successful creatives faced tremendous pressures socially, personally, and financially while they were on their pursuit of excellence. But they endured in spite of these difficulties until they met with success. You can do the same. In fact, overcoming difficult times will more often than not result in great feelings of accomplishment. Why should we care about creativity anyway? In his landmark book, Flow, Chitat Mihai found that flow or optimal experiences occur most readily when people are designing or discovering something new. In other words, we feel happiest and most fulfilled when we are being creative because we lose our sense of self and we feel like we are contributing to something greater than ourselves. In fact, according to Chitza Mihai, we are biologically programmed to feel good when we discover or create things because the results of discovery and creation often lead to progress. And for millions of years, prior to the modern times that we live in today, progress was synonymous with survival. And although we may not realize it, that statement continues to bear weight in modern times as well. On a global scale, if we want our planet to survive, we need to create new and better ideas. On a more personal level, if we want our careers or businesses to survive, we need to continue creating and adding value to those we serve. Ideas are the new currency, and the best ones come from truly creative individuals. Do you want to survive? No, thrive in the future? Then decide to become a genuinely creative person, beginning today. Thank you for listening to this Flashbooks audio summary on Creativity, Flow and the Psychology of Discovery and Invention by Mihai Chitsent Mihai, narrated by Dean Bakari. For more great nonfiction, business, and self-improvement book summaries, visit www.getflashnotes.com.